Welcome to the Beretta Brothers. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to theberettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I've got everything that I <laughs> right in front of me, right in front of me. Nothing's stopping me, nothing that I can't be when you're right here next to me. And you can be next to us if you join <laughs> the America's Got Muppet Talent Contest. You really planned that, didn't you? That little transition. No, I didn't, actually. (laughs) (laughs) You see what I just did, people? Very nice. I I made it my own. You don't have to duplicate. You can. We got We got a an entry today. I won't mention the name, but a really nice spin on one of the songs. The performer made it their own. So I don't think they know what you're talking about. Well, uh, we put out a word that we're having on the 18th of this month, a live show called America's Got Muppet Talent. Yes. And we want you, you, not, no, not them, you. We want you to show us your best talent and you can pick, uh, you can perform. Pick your nose, hum. You can perform anything Muppet related. You can sing a song, you can dance, you can do uh, a monologue, an impersonation, but no puppets, no puppetry. And no copywritten music, no licensed music. It has to be original to you. You can't play somebody else's music and sing along to it. No pre-recorded tracks or else we can't play it live and we can't put it on our show. See what I just did, people? Did you see what I just I have an instrument. I have a voice. I've got everything that I need right in front of me. All right, I want to know. Did Frank Simpson catch that? He's calling. He's saying hi from Montana. Do you got that? All right. Life's a fillet of fish, says Nick Kramer. Oh, so let's just finally um, go to thebreadabrothers.com, and you will see a little link that gives you all the rules, all the breakdown of everything you need to know where to send your 15 to 30 second audition video so that we can pick the contestants. And then we'll do a live show. You'll perform live and the viewers will pick the winner. It's going to be fun. And we get in now because, sorry, you have until the 12th to get your things in. We also have a special guest judge Mm that will be joining us. So we have three judges. Uh, But send them in. Have some fun. What are you waiting for? All right, shameless plugs. Go to GeneBeretta.com where you can see great art, great books. You can get close to the feeling of what Gene Beretta's like. <laughs> you can go to, like I said, just go to the Beretta Brothers and uh, find that stuff I just mentioned. Plus, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and um, join our mailing list. Final thing, Gene's cool T-shirts, part whatever. They don't always have to be Muppety gang, but this is very Halloween-ish. It was a T-shirt I designed for one of our local uh, 5K runs. So I thought I'd bring it in since it was Halloween-themed. I like that guy. Yeah. Well, so uh, so 
you know, we we always kind of uh, advertise who's coming on to our show. We put out a little tweet or something like that. And uh, I put out a tweet about our guest for today. And my tweet, twit, quote exploded. Uh, thousands and thousands and thousands, <laughs> tens of thousands. I, I don't. I've never even heard of him. So he must. Be I know. Yeah. He's very popular, apparently. Uh, but seriously, like tens of thousands of people uh, checked in and were very excited. Um, and that's a lot of tens of thousands. Uh, so I love him to death. And uh, and we're sure you do, too. Should we bring him on, Gene? Sure. Why not? Ladies nah, and gentlemen. You know no, no. You know what? Forget it. You know what, you know what I'm going to do first else. so we can look professional? Yeah. I'm still sitting in my comfy chair. Oh, are you going to change your chair? Yeah, he yeah, can yeah. wait. Let him wait. Let him wait. <laughs> I have to have the right chair. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm thinking? Let me just, I'm going to, I need to put ink in my printer. Okay, go that. for it. I'm going to change my socks. Okay. Let me get this just going here. Hang on. You know what? I can't resist. I have to have a bite of my Reese cup. Yeah. All right, hold on. I'm almost done. You know what, Phil? Yeah. My carpet. Yeah. My carpet looks like it needs a vacuuming. You probably should vacuum. All right, he'll be on in a minute. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> all right. Are we good, ladies and gentlemen? Peter Lynch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just, I just can't wait to find out what Gene Beretta is really like. That's that's my goal today. Wow. <laughs> Hi, Katie. Hi, William. Hi, Hi Eugene. Nice Hello, to see you, gentlemen. Nice to see you. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for thanks for having me on. I, I, I hope both of, both of my fans show up to watch. I'm, I'm you've got it. you've got a fan from Sweden watching. We see Imido. Emido. Good name. Welcome, Sweden. Uh, welcome. I miss uh, seeing you in person. Yeah, for real. I, I miss know. I miss being your hands. What are you doing without hands? That you just I look you just a stump. I can't do I can't anything. Do anything. Just just try and grab things with my face. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I got to look like that. <laughs> uh, oh wait, I'm gonna put something up right away. Hold uh -oh. on. Uh -oh. Ready? All right. Yeah. Happy 25th anniversary. Oh to my God. Do you remember performing Sky and Nuzzle from the show while you performing Julie's dad Daniel? You did the exact same voice for my Muppet friend Walter. It's Stephanie. It's an entirely different character. That's right. Tell her it's why. An entirely different character. Well, uh, uh, you know. Uh, Daniel's dad is, just, I mean, Daniel's dad, uh, Julia's dad, Daniel is just, he's just a dad. He's just a guy. He looks like Howie Mandel and he sounds a little bit like this, but he's just a dad. Yeah. Uh, Walter's completely different. Walter's this huge Muppet. Walter to my, has no, has fathered no one. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't think even in his imagination, I, that, that would be too, way too much. Yeah. Um, I got the. Who are we I, talking yeah. about? This fella? Yeah. No, no, she, that fella. But she was, she was asking about these guys. Yes, you said the puzzle, puzzle place. place. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what what when was that? Uh, puzzle place. That was like early nineties. Early nineties. Right? Yeah. PBS. Something or. Yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. What was your? What was your? Sorry. Oh, when was your first jo professional job? When did you uh, put on a puppet my, for the first time professionally? Well, professionally, it was probably at the Center for Puppetry Arts when I was an intern right out of college, mm. um, in Atlanta, Georgia. But my first uh, TV gig. Well, well ha, okay. First theater, professional puppetry was Center for Puppetry Arts in Atlanta. Uh, first movie, 
was Pet Cemetery 2. No way. <laughs> was Fred Gwynn? Was he in the second no. one? Oh. <laughs> no, no. But Edward Furlong was. Oh, right. Uh, Terminator. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and Anthony Edwards, Tony Edwards. Anytime, anytime the dog attacked Anthony Edwards in Pet Cemetery Two, for nobody out there who's seen it, uh, I was usually the jaws of the dog, but you know, wow. in order to make the jaws. Uh, but my my first TV uh, uh, professional experience was Sesame Street. All right, but was you know what people say they because I've never done I don't think I have no I've never done a horror film, but people say they love doing horror films because they're so over the top and insane. They're they're nuts. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, it was, well, I mean, it was my, I was, I was a child. It was my first film experience and I got to pull the lever and uh, it was a blast. And then, oh, and then seeing all, I mean, there are some gross outfits. So seeing all the fake dog stuff and the, and the fake, I think there's the, the mom catches the melts or something. I haven't watched it in a long time. <laughs> not sure I ever watched. I think I watched a little bit. Anyway. So, so, so that was like your first film gig. And then Sesame really is where you kind of started Sesame in. Sesame was absolutely my, my yeah. And what was like the first kind of, what's what's your first recollection of stepping into Sesame as a, as a person who was going to work there? Uh, uh, my, uh, my, my brain melted. Uh, it was all I'd ever wanted to do since I was a tiny little child. And uh, I felt like, like, uh, I, I, I desperately wanted to be such an integral part of it. All these people felt like my, they felt like my tribe. They felt like my people. Right. I, but I was this little newbie. I didn't know anybody. Um, and uh, I was also terrified that I was going to blow it. So I What year was huge, this? This was the fall of 1991, season 23. Uh, yeah. I, and it was the first, it was the first season Jim wasn't there. Oh, right. Um, right. So it was very, everybody on the set was, it was oh, this is so weird because Jim's not here. Yeah. Um, and I put tremendous pressure on myself to, to not blow it and to be just as good, really good. No, it had like migraines every day because I was so tense. I'm like, I have right. to do this right. I cannot blow this. Who who um who hired you? Who, Ke who Ke Ke Kevin Klein. Calvin, Calvin Clay? Calvin, Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein hired me, my mentor and tormentor for many years. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, so he knew. He knew. He knew you were a diamond. Well, you know what? I had, oh, I had met Kevin and Stevie uh, at an audition the year before. Uh, oh. that was back when the first time they were going to sell to Disney, and they thought they needed puppeteers in the South because they were going to do shows like down in Orlando. Right. And then Jim died, and a few months later, they decided to do these workshop auditions anyway. And I auditioned. I was. Gosh, I was still an intern at the Center for Puppetry mm. Arts, and I got invited to uh, a, a, a workshop at what was then Disney MGM Studios. And I met, that's where I met John Kennedy. And oh. uh, that's where I met Steve uh, and uh, uh, and Kevin for the first time. Right. Um, and Heather Henson was taking that workshop because you know, she's not, we're about the same age. And she's like, yeah, I've never really taken a workshop to know how these things work. <laughs> she's just grown up with it her whole life. How cool. That was a pretty hey, Jane, workshop. Jane, can we just look at, um, uh, where am I? Uh, sorry, where'd it go? Uh, 19. 19. We have numbers. We have a code. Oh. Wow. We have a brother. Have a brother we business. We might, we're going to ask you to actually pick a number. Oh but, my um, goodness! <laughs> I love this wow. picture. <laughs> now, your brother looks like he's really tall. Is your where your is your dad tall? 
Yeah, my dad was tall. My dad was, I don't know how tall my dad was. He's taller than me. They were all taller than my, my oldest brother, who's not in the picture because he was already out of the house. Oh, right. They, they were all six feet or over. And my brother, Mike, that's my brother, Michael, next to me. So, yeah, so who is, can you tell us who everybody is here? Well, from left to right, that is, that is my father, the Dr. Reverend Gerhardt David Lentz. And then there's huh. uh, the, the bald- Psychologist, Peter? Is he a psychologist? He, oh my gosh, he was so many things. Yes, when, when I came along, he was a professional psychologist. Um, he had also been, uh, he also had had a, a master's in electrical engineering from Georgia Tech, which he attended oh. when he was, he went when he was 16. Wow. After having traveled over from escaping Nazi Germany uh, when oh, he was holy nine hell. or 11. I don't know, just nine or 11. Oh Sorry, family. Um, yeah, he was, a, he did everything. Um, and then there's Blue George. And, Blue uh, George, that's, that's, and the guy, Blue George. that's Blue George. And the guy in the suit behind Blue George, the awkward looking queen, <laughs> I think, is uh, is me. Boy, look at, can I just say, look at Jonah sitting right there. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, Jonah looks like his mom. <laughs> you think? Oh, I see. Yeah, that, that's Aria. That's Aria right there. Oh, okay. And then my All brother, right. my brother Michael, who's 13 years older than me. And All right. my sister Stephanie, who's 10 years older than me. And that's my mother on the far right, who still yeah. lives in that house. And, wow. I grew up in. Um, and the not pictured is my oldest brother, Christopher, who was 15 years older than me and who tragically died uh, four years ago. Four well, and a half Peter, years I, didn't, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, yeah, 2016 can, can suck it. That was the year that, uh, that my brother died and, and, uh, and my wife died. Yes. Oh my gosh, I didn't I, I have realize. A, I, have a vulgar, I have a vulgar I pen. That, that out? I'm sorry? Did I just block that out because I thought it was just too much for you to have to go through? Like, I, I think, I don't think I re recall about your brother. I mean, of I, course. Uh, I have I have a vulgar pin that my friend Jennifer Barnhart, who some of you yes. may know, uh, yeah. gave me for, um, gave me uh, that year. It was a nice little gift. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice one. Yeah. Anyway. Boy. We're going to make up some buttons for this year, too. <clears throat> Got a lot of choices. Can I, can I just, can I just, I just want to say, can I, 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 you know, we're usually just light and fluffy, but I have to tell you, I just want to tell you how loved, and I know you know how loved your wife was yeah. and is, and what an amazing job you've done to take care of the kids and to continue to raise them and how, what a phenomenal, phenomenal person you are. And I just, I love you to death. Your heart is huge and uh, people can feel it. That's why they love you so much out there. They feel it. So that's, that's very yeah. kind of you. I'm, I'm an extraordinarily lucky to, to we have a, an enormous village, you know, it takes a village as the support network is, is huge, you know, and you're right. Marlena was and is very well loved and has some Excuse incredible me. friends. What an amazing guy. So, uh, my, my children have, <laughs> they've had many, many surrogate mothers, I have to say, <laughs> Marlena, from Marlena's friends. Oops. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, uh, sorry. I just wanted to say that because you know what? If you have to. I, have to. I wanted to. Feels. That's, I'm glad you did. It's important. <laughs> um, so, so, but then, uh, so Sesame and, um, you know, I was thinking well, about. Me, the first time. Oh, go ahead, Gene. What? Who was your first puppet you put on at Sesame? Wow! What a good question. I think one of the first things I did there, I mean, I just got pulled into this group scene. And back then we used to do a lot of group scenes, a lot of characters. They could just, if you just showed up on the set, uh, they said, oh, hey, you come over here, hold up these puppets. They were 
they were two bugs. So I had to do two puppets at once, which is, oh. it's okay if you're doing live theater, but if you're in TV, it's really confusing. And these <laughs> bugs were pinned and sewed together because they were dancing. They were a dancing couple. And it was like the Bugtown Boogie, I think, uh, the, the final bit, or it was edited years later where Ernie peeks through a, a, a hole in a brick wall and sees all these little bugs dancing. Yeah. And so I was these dancing bugs. And and Carolee Wilcox was the was the Wrangler at that point. And, oh, and wow. she, I did the first take, and she was all like, they were all excited. She's like, just smile. I was like, oh, yeah, smile. And you know how you make the puppet smile. <laughs> just open it up, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> was this Bugtown Boogie? I think that was Josh Hankemeyer is uh, is mentioning that. Yeah, I think it was Bug Town. Right. I think that's right. Um, here's a question from uh, Redray PL. Oh, Peter Lentz. Uh What was the audition process for playing? We're going to jump around here, obviously. Sure, sure. Yeah, no, no worries, no worries. We're just going to go everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Snook. Playing Snook. Yeah, the audition process was. Hello. Mitchell Kriegman, yeah. You want me to leave? You want me to leave the Broadway show I've been doing for two years and come be the lead in your new TV series? You're the guy who created Bear in the Big Blue House, right? And you just want me to be the lead? You can take me out to lunch first to talk about it. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and then you sweated. <laughs> and then I sweated. Well, I was coming right off of Broadway, so I was in better shape than I normally am. Avenue Q, right? Yeah. 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 And so you were doing that. And then, and well, like you said, Bear, so Mitchell had done Bear in the Big Blue House, which you were also did, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I think people know uh, Tutter and Pip. And Pip. Were you Pip or Pop? Sorry. You I was Pip. Pip. I was yeah. Pip. Right. Yeah. Pip. You know, you can tell the difference between Pip and Pop. It's not a joke answer. It's a real thing. So no. Pop's ears popped up straight out of his head like toast. And Pip's oh. ears were just kind of out to the side. Oh. Wait a minute, I'm gonna have to check that. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could tell you which one is there easily. Yeah. So, wait. That, that, all right, go ahead. I know the answer. Pop is on the right. Sorry. Pop is on the right. I think Pop's on the left. Oh, okay. I don't know. Also, because Tyler, Tyler often puppeteered him with his hand like that. Oh, and mine was more like, you know, so it's little, the hand, even the hand position. All right, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's that's pop on the left. You know, we had um, we had Tyler pop on when we were uh, talking with um, Kevin on our last uh, Q&A on Thursday. What's it like? Tell us, I, I mean, I, I know, I enjoy it. But tell me about working with Tyler. Oh, what a nightmare. No, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, I you know what I miss working with Tyler in that because we had a really nice little chemistry going with those characters because Tyler and I have real different but complementary sensibilities, mm -hmm. and um, so it was actually great working with Tyler. I yeah. know he's, he's my brother, and uh, and he's so funny, and he makes such just out there choices that I, I would never come up with, and yet uh, I think I think we played really really well together. We haven't had an opportunity to do that in a really long time. Since then, like to actually have a pairing, right? To have a pairing, yeah. I mean, I've worked with Tyler all, all the time on Sesame Street, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But to have a, a, a couple of characters like that. Hey, Gene, should we have him pick a number? Oh. Yeah. Why don't we start in with pick a number because we've got lots of them to pick from. So oh, we've right. got. If and you lots pick of a number. I can't pick nineteen because that was part of your secret code before. True. I've actually picked some of them already, but I'll let you know if you uh, if you okay. repeat it. Uh, one to twenty-seven. Roll the dice. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Tiger says, "I miss Pip." 
Uh, he's right here. Well, somewhere. Where? You know, I was at this carnival uh, not too many years ago. Actually, it wasn't a carnival. It was Rye Playland in Rye, New York. It's actually where they shot a scene from Big. And they have those cheapy carnival prizes stuffed with styrofoam pellets. And oh, this thing that. was hanging up. <laughs> uh, is that kind of surreal when it, that happens? It is kind of surreal. It was like years after the fact. And I think I'm trying to remember if I was with Tyler, because Tyler's really good at winning these carnival things. Or if I wanted, I don't recall because I have a brain like a rusted colander, but it's it's enormous. <laughs> and I don't know if you can hear it, it's just stuffed with those really cheapy styrofoam pellets. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those are we insects crawling around inside. You should cut what's, them off. What's crawling around inside? Insects. Like With bed bugs. Yeah, yeah. Oof. All right, number 25. Yeah, yes, we go. Um, I got some more bear trivia about this thing behind me. Oh, oh okay. look at those guys. What a bunch of chuckleheads. This is uh, <laughs> That's Hollywood, the, the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, that was a trip, Not, wasn't it? That was pretty wild. Yeah. Is that confetti on the floor? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was carrying some in my pockets and must have fallen out. <clears throat> but yeah, that was a fun day. Yeah, that was a fun what day. Do, what do we do beside? We did a little puppet show. Well, yeah, that's right. We did like a little presentation right mm -hmm. behind the wall thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, let's let's uh, see. Uh, let me see. What's this one say? Sorry, I'm gonna. There's a lot of questions here, Peter. Oh boy. Oh gosh. Do you want me to look? I can look. I can see if I click on comments. Oh, Emma, wow. I squire girl. Squire girl. Squire. Emma is squire girl. Emma's. Is choir girl. Yeah. Yes. Yes. When and how did you get the opportunity to play Ernie and a hairy monster on Sesame? Uh, two different, two different questions. Well, I've, I've worked on Sesame for however many years, and uh, they were looking to, uh, you know, Jerry passed away a number of years ago, and they were looking for a new hairy monster. So they had held auditions, just basically within the, the Sesame, uh, the Sesame Company of Muppet performers, and I got the job. <laughs> and uh, there we are. And uh, similarly with Ernie, uh, um, although there was a little three-year bump in the road on that one, um, there was a differing of opinion as to who should perform Ernie. So there was a three-year gap after the audition. Right. Um, but uh, then afterwards, uh, Matt Vogel, who's our puppet captain on Sesame Street, uh, along with Marty Robinson, talked to the producers, and they both said, we want Peter to be Ernie. Um, nice. I got Ernie, and that was maybe two years ago. That has, to be dreamy. that has to be dreamy, right? That's like that's like the character that you go, oh, who doesn't want to be Ernie? Yeah. <clears throat> right? You know, the interesting thing is, I, it, it's I'm it's, it's it's a huge honor, and it's such a thrill to get to play this character. But you know, I never, I, I never, even when I was a little kid, never started out saying, oh, I want to be Ernie on Sesame Street. I want to be Cookie Monster. I, I want to. You know, I, I never wanted to be someone else's character. I wanted to do my own characters. Sure, um, sure. And, and, and that being said, I've been incredibly fortunate to be able to do both. Um, right. Original yeah. characters like like Walter and Joe the Legal Weasel and Sky and Tutter and Pip and all those guys. Uh, but then also getting to do these incredible, like, well, you know, Bill, you the same we thing. Both have that. Yeah. yeah, we both have that where we get to do our own characters and we get to carry on the legacy of, of uh, some of these established characters that were... Yeah. You know, well, I, you know, I, I never, <clears throat> I didn't think I was ever going to be a, a, a puppeteer, right. you know, but, but the ideal, like once I became one, 
you know, or once we're in it, you know, you think about, oh, well, character would be fun to do, you know, wouldn't that, boy, wouldn't that be fun to do that character if you had the, you know, mm-hmm. even standing in for people is fun because you get yeah. a moment oh, yeah. to do that. Definitely. But I, Ernie, I just love Ernie. Yeah, me too. And I got just one of the greatest serendipitous things about me getting to play Ernie is that one of my best friends, Eric Jacobson, plays Bert. And I've said this before Matt, on Matt uh, Vogel's podcast, Below the Frame, it's excellent. Check it out, Below the Frame, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, That uh, uh, Eric's personality kind of leans a little more Bertish, is very deliberate. Not that he's he's not Bert, he's completely, you know, fully formed human being, but but Eric (laughs) is very, you know, he's he's methodical. He's pretty Bert. Oh yeah, am I sure? (laughs) Is he gonna see this? Because I'm not sure, Gene. pretty Uh, Bert. You know. All right, here's another question. Okay. The Mo Show Productions. Now that Walter's back, where would you like him to go in the future? New Zealand, Mo. I'd love for him to go to New Zealand. Why? (laughs) Because that's where Mo is. That's where. uh, Oh, that's that's not the Mo Show. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong Mo. Different Mo. I apologize. Oh. Different Mo. That's a different Mo. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Just. Just doing just do you see wherever him? the Muppets go. That's where I want Walter to go. How's that? That's good. Let's talk about Walter. That's a totally different Mo. I apologize. There's a Mo show in New Zealand, and it's a oh, dear right. of mine. And okay. Got different it. Mo. Different Mo. Okay. I mean, it could be. I don't know. How do you know? How do uh, we know? The, 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 the image. Oh, because, I see. Because uh, this is uh, this, this is the New Zealand Mo show. Boy, I have so much. Oh, okay, I got you. That's okay, a different Mo Show. Got it, got it, got it. You have so much stuff. I have so much. Well, here's the thing. All behind, yeah. <laughs> I had all this stuff, and my late wife you didn't want puppet crap all over the house. You wanted a grown-up house, right. so all the puppet crap ended up in my office. And <laughs> actually, this bookshelf behind me was uh, season four of Bear in the Big Blue House. It was uh, wow. it was in the it was a bookshelf from the it was a set piece from the Woodland Valley Library. Uh, and as the carpenters um, built these bookshelves, and when we the show was done, uh, they're like, "Do you guys want anything?" It's like, oh, "I want a bookshelf." So how cool! Really what a great there. idea, Peter, to think of to to grab that. That's awesome. It's a, it's a nicely made bookshelf. I have um, a I have a I see a question yeah. here. I, I should ask before it gets away from us. Oh, from Chris Miliano, how'd you come up with the the uh, laugh for Joe the legal weasel? <laughs> Boy, Billy, you were watching, so maybe you have a better answer than me. I, I was kind of nervous because Bill said, you know, we were shooting this stu- these things uh, for it was for Disney. Is it Disney Plus? Yeah, it was, it was, it was Muppets Now. It was Muppets okay. Now. And, and uh, gosh, and, and Bill said, hey, I want you to do this, this, this weasel character. Have you thought of a voice for it? And we, we stood around with uh, me and Bill and, and Jim Lewis. Kirk. And uh, was Eric there? Kirk, I think Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Thatcher, yeah. and I said, "Well, I mean, it's a little cute little puppet." She went, "Kind of sounds like this, but that's really that's a little on the nose." And you know, maybe you try a gruff thing, and 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 I said, "Oh, oh, what if what if he's just what if he's just you know really straightforward, really boring attorney <laughs> guy?" And uh, and I started laughing right away. You started laughing right away, and like, yeah, that's it, that's it. Everyone's like, "Yeah, do that, do that." But the laugh was between takes. I, we one of the first things we shot with him. Well, it was it was him and Kermit uh, doing a, a legal disclaimer, and I don't know if and I was kind of nervous because everybody's watching this. It's a new 
thing. It was just supposed to be a one-off. It wasn't even supposed to be anything really. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I just, I had this kind of nervous energy in me and uh, yeah, this guy was so straight and I, it just, it just came out. I have no clue where you it came from. Well, on command, dance monkey dance. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I could, I could, I'd probably not. Maybe if I went over here, I'm just gonna go off screen for a second, and get some coffee. I <laughs> actually, drink coffee, but I. Uh... <laughs> Thank you. But I just the, uh, we were leading up to it. Maybe no. No, no. But um, so the laugh. I don't know when the laugh popped out. You just did it because there was such a bad joke. It was, he made a terrible. Jim Lewis joke. made such. A, Jim Lewis came up with some really bad joke. You did it. And it was so bad. You, I think you just did the laugh, and then we realized there's nothing better than a lawyer with a really bad sense of humor. <laughs> and, and and I and I kept saying to Peter, the more we can get him to to laugh after a really bad joke, the better. And and people were like, no, 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 it's too much. I was like, no, just get him to laugh. <laughs> you, I, really I bad joke. you were You made me feel so good, Bill. You were laughing so hard. So funny. He was such a bad sense of humor. Well, I, I, I remember yeah. thinking, it's like, this guy, he's an attorney, wants to be an attorney, it's his job. He leaves the performing to the professionals, but every now and then he takes the zinger. He doesn't really, he's not, a, he's not a frustrated performer, although it may seem that way. He's not a frustrated performer. No, no. He just has but a my, funny thought every now and then and thinks these show folk might, might appreciate it. Yeah, my little backstory in my own little world, though, it has nothing to do with you and creating him, is just that he's, he, he wants to be like, because he works with the Muppets. So, like, he feels like it's necessary to do, like, a little joke. <laughs> fit in with the crowd. Yeah, he wants that's to fit right, in just right. a little bit. But he's I'm just like, one of you yeah. with a suit in the higher education. Yeah, we're the same. We're the same. We're all yeah. the same. Yeah, we're the same. Don't be intimidated by my law degree. Did you guys, did you guys see, did you guys, it was, was it on Tough Pigs, the, the, the origins of the real story, the true story of Joe the Legal Weasel? It wasn't quite called that. But it was no. the history. Ah, oh, gosh, I apologize. I can't think of the the wonderful person who wrote this article. But it was it was brilliant. It was really interesting about the history because that's an old Muppet Show puppet. It's an old Prairie Dog, right. and he yeah, did yeah. an old expose and showed all these pictures, these different iterations of who Joe the Legal Weasel really is. And I desperately wanted to write a, a, a cease and desist from Joe <laughs> through the website about through the author of this article. And I I never did it, but I thought that would have been really funny. <laughs> Uh, this is this is classified. You have no right to be. You know, this must be taken down immediately. Right. But let's talk about Walter for a sec. Okay. Um, so, can you tell our friends out here and folks out there uh, kind of how Walter came about? How where you know did the process of, of getting that character and That's a long story. Well, there was an audition. Right. Uh, uh, they auditioned puppeteers and improv actors uh, and just, I don't know if they're even regular actors, I don't know, uh, on on the East and West Coast. A lot of the usual suspects and the people who are in the orbit of, uh, of, um, of Muppets and Disney. Yeah. Um, and I think there were five of us who made it to the callback uh, in Los Angeles. The first, my first audition was in New York City. The second, the callback was in Los Angeles. Do you know and who else? Remember who else was kind of in the running? Yeah, it was, gosh, it was me right. and Matt Vogel. Oh, right. Uh, Kevin Clash. Oh, wow. Was it Joey? Joey Mazzarino? Uh -huh. I think. And maybe it's just the four of us. Oh, gosh. Right. The thing that was amazing 
and I, it just speaks volumes about our little puppet world is that when I found out that I, like within, I mean, the same day I found out that I got the job, I got cast as Walter. Yeah. The, the other guys who I were up against, each one called or texted me individually to congratulate me. Oh, and it was oh. just such, such a classy thing. I mean, we're all friends anyway. And, and uh, that's the thing really, isn't it? It's like, you, no matter, that that seems to be, you know, the, the, the feeling is that people, even though they're trying for these characters, like Eric talked about, um, Oh, when he got Piggy. When he got, he and I were auditioning for Piggy together. <laughs> yeah, you know that you supported each other, and, yeah. and, and yeah. it's so great that that happens because I think we all feel like, in some way, there are times when we do end up doing each other's characters because we need to. It's scenes happen, or we're you know we're also we're always supporting each other in that way, and I I love that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, it's not like, you know. I mean, I, I can't think of anybody that you know, ever been against that was like, you know, hated me because I got a character, although maybe they just never told me. Maybe they never told you. To By the way, I hate you for getting that character on Kimmy Schmidt. I just, oh, you, you know, you and I were both up for that. And uh, oh, no, I didn't no, know. You did. no, no. Yeah, you, yeah, you did. You did. I told you. I told you you got it. I said, "Oh, you got that character." I auditioned for it, and you said, "Oh, PD, you're too nice for that character." <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. You did. Sorry. All right, Gene, you're gonna say something. From an outsider, I want to tell just everybody watching that Henson sets are unlike any other Hollywood or non-Hollywood TV or film set, and I think. From the start, they've made a concerted effort to carry Jim's spirit through these productions. And you don't sense, you know, one bit of competition or anger or backstabbing that you see on, you know, 85, 90% of other movies, TV sets. And you guys really are brothers and sisters. And it's, that's what comes through in the work you do. Yeah, Peter and I are like sisters. Yeah, we are more like sisters than brothers. You can tell. Yeah. Actually, one other just final part about that Walter story. I've, I've told this Walter story many times, but this part I haven't told too many times. And, and that is that when we started doing the film at the first table read, I was doing the, the, the voice of Walter as a character was, was like Michael Sarah because I had been told during the audition process that if they were casting a human, they would have cast Michael Sarah. So we, we, read, we read through the script, and, and this guy, this Bill Beretta fella, says, uh -oh. you know, Walter's not, a, he's a child, he's not a child, is he? Well, he sounds really kind of young and the puppet looks kind of young, but he's supposed to be like in his 20s. What if What if Peter read the character in his own voice? Because oh. uh, he's got kind of a young sounding voice anyway. Let's try it, let's read a scene. And we read one, we went back to the script found, and read one scene and the, with this voice. And everyone in the room was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. <laughs> but that was, that was so hard. That was the first time I'd done a character that, a, a puppet character, that I wasn't hiding behind a voice. That's and hard. I found it really, really difficult. And Bill, I give you so much credit. You, you held my hand through those first few weeks and trying to find who this guy was because it was really, really odd for someone who's so dark and funny voices, but it is all their life to, right. to try to be sincere through this, just talking like this. It was a, that's, that was that's... the biggest challenge of that character for me. I knew that would be really hard, but I just I just could hear it in your voice that this I just felt like you were going to be able to connect to Jason even better as a just as a real just you, you thing. yeah you know and yeah. and they, and I knew you were going to do amazing things with him visually mm -hmm. as the character, um, 
But like I was, I just felt like because they were supposed to be brothers, that grounding it in you, which was going to be really hard because we're not used to doing that. Uh, I felt comfortable making you go through that. This guy, <laughs> this, this guy, this guy is a masterclass in acting and choices and intuition. <laughs> and it sounds like I'm being funny, but I, it's it's so true. And uh, yeah, that was well, I, I give you so much credit for helping me through that. I, I bet yeah. you've never been asked this question before. You're right. That one right there. That was oh. Is Walter oh. Jewish? There's a photo in his house that indicates he could be. What's the photo? Yeah, Jonathan, tell us what the photo is that you're thinking about. I, you know what? I've never thought of Walter hmm. as Jewish. It's, it could be. Jason um, Siegel. If they're brothers, maybe. Maybe he is. Yeah, he could maybe. be. Yeah. yeah. Let sure. us know, Jonathan. But you know, um, yeah. so and and obviously Walter was huge in that movie. People love Walter. And but then we did Muppets. Oh, well, we should talk about the songs, too. And, oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. he gets nominated for Oscars. And he, right? and he, and he, he won an Oscar. And he wins. And he wins. Again, yep. maybe I want to go to New Zealand uh, because that's where my Oscar is. Oh, they, is that where they keep it? with? Uh, they keep, I keep it at Brett McKenzie's house. Oh, you do? Great. Uh, Great. I just feel it's safer down. They have no COVID in New Zealand. <laughs> I, I feel it's a good choice. <laughs> but he sends it, right? You guys share custody? You know, uh, every every other month he sends oh, it to wow. me. I have it on my mantle for a while, then I nice. send it back to him. Of course, That's it's been lot. about three weeks in transit, so it only ends up being about a week in each, uh, in each country. I was going to say, you got maybe you should do like six months instead of every month. That seems like a lot of shipping. Well, it, it is, but I, I'm not willing to part with it for that long. Okay. Can you All right. split understand. it in half? Well, that's oh. a lot. That's, a, that's an excellent. I do have a, a picture of me holding it somewhere. It's like me and Brett, like clutching it. <laughs> <laughs> but then I think Walter um, uh, kind of got like a little cooler. Muppets Must Wanted. Like I think he found himself more, more, more comfortable, yeah. more confident yeah. to be in with everybody, which I liked a lot. Did it feel more comfortable to do him then? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, and also because he wasn't the focus of the, he wasn't, everybody didn't have the spotlight on him, you know. Right. Which right. I missed. No, um, I'm going to turn my light on. It's getting dark in here. There we go. Um, oh. Yeah. So you felt more comfortable oh, at yeah. that by oh, that yeah. time? Definitely. definitely. I felt, I definitely felt way more locked into the character. Yeah. Because so it's, it's still it, evolving. I think he's still evolving. Like all these, all our characters that are. We all, yeah, sure. Them, you know. But, you know, I think, too, like, um, I don't think people realize, you know, with a brand new character like that, it's, it's such a challenge because you really don't have a lot of time to to build up and figure out who that character is by the time you start shooting. And so yeah. you're you're learning about him while you're doing it. And people often say, you know, well, you know, we love when you guys are staying up in between takes. Well, that's not just like to entertain people. That's to keep working the character, you know, and yeah. figuring out what we're going to do and how yeah. is this going to play, right? So we're constantly working characters. And so, and then after the movie, then you're doing press and that gives you more time, right? To kind of play and, and figure him out. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've always told when I, when I teach, which I do quite a lot, I tell people, you know, if you're on set and there's a camera pointed at you and they're figuring out lighting, Keep playing. You're gonna find. You're gonna find things. You're gonna learn things about your character, manipulation-wise, character-wise. Yeah, absolutely. And it gives I us decide. a chance to play. Like if Pepe and Walter, we I can mess with him. <laughs> right? I love. I love playing with you with Pepe and Walter. <laughs> Howard. Howard. But, but that that gives us a chance to figure out how what their relationship is and how Howard 
would we? <laughs> it just, I don't. See, see, he doesn't want to offend Pepe. He doesn't want to offend. I don't. I don't want you to feel embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, you do you know that? Do you know that, Pepe? So Pepe thinks Walter's name is Howard. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. When did we do that? I don't know. I have no idea. Do but he always calls him Howard, and Walter's like, um, Pepe. I just. It's actually. It's actually. Pepe. It's actually Walter. See, see, Howard. It's Howard. No. I have an answer for you guys. Oh. Maria Nance. It's a picture of Jason's oh, actual bar right. mitzvah with Walter oh, Photoshop. Yes, thank you, Maria. Yes. So, yeah. Well, I mean, he, he was Jewish in the movie for sure. Um, right. Or just went to the bar mitzvah. Well, but it was Jason's bar mitzvah and they were brothers. Oh, Although, right. at that point in production, uh, or were they, they were just friends, weren't they? They weren't brothers? Yeah, they were brothers. From 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 day one? Oh, I thought so in the movie, weren't they? Yeah, in the final movie, but, but oh. before reshoots. Uh hmm. that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, Mary sings and 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 uh Gary's always off with his friend. It's always me and him and him. That's right. That's you know, right. They that's were friends right. originally, and uh in the reshoots they became brothers. That's right. Wow, I completely forgot about that. Hey, well, see, good thing you're here. <laughs> Set the record straight. I have, I've I, never thought to, th to ask this of any of you before, but indulge me here. You were talking about taking over characters from the, the puppeteers who originate in them. Do you ever think about that as part of your future? You know, how you might feel when these characters you've originated have to be passed on? No. No, yeah. occasionally, occasionally, I thought about that. How do you think yeah. you'll deal with it? Well, I, hopefully, hopefully, uh, well, I've got some really good role models. Uh, you know, the way Carol, uh, you know, re had the auditions and and chose Matt to to be Big Bird. Um, the way Jerry, uh, you know, chose also chose Matt. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and how uh, Disney also chose Matt to be Matt Kermit, Kermit. and um, and then Uncle Deadly was well. That's Matt. That's also Matt. I have to go. <laughs> and then and then and after oh, and the Robin answer is I'm going to have uh, Matt. Matt's going to play my characters. Right. That's what I was hoping. I hope Matt can do Pepe. <laughs> and I'm counting on Matt to do uh, to do Walter and right. Joe, Joe Weasel. So uh, really, that's it. We're we're just hoping Matt can do them. I think Matt's Matt calling. Yeah. Oh, is he? That that sounds just like Walter. Go oh, for it. Work on, Work on that. Work on that. Great. Right. Like We're recording. Got to go. <laughs> uh, here's one. Uh, how did how did how does but how did Peter and Noel McNeil meet? I met Noel in my very first season of Sesame Street. Noel was a uh, uh, one of the regular <coughs> puppeteers there at Sesame. Can you can you, can you can you talk about what that means to be like a regular like a lot of right hands background character? Do you a lot build of right up? hands and backgrounds? Yeah. Do you build up? Do you start as a right hand or you do? You know, back then, traditionally, you did. Uh, traditionally, I mean, like I think Richard Hunt was like seven years doing right hands and background characters before he <laughs> before he was allowed to talk, uh, <laughs> and that's that's kind of how it was for me. It was like six or seven years before I started uh -huh. getting characters. I mean, I would do every now and then Kevin would throw me a bone and I'd get a, a character with a line, be a delivery guy or something. Um, right. 
but for the most part, I was background characters and right hands and assisting, which is a phenomenal way to learn. The good mm -hmm. thing about it is that uh, is that you have a chance to grow and learn slowly from the masters. You're surrounded by people who are way better than you, and you just you're like I was a sponge, just soaking it all in. The yeah. bad part about it is that oh my god, I just want to be a character. Yeah. Here, oh yes, there's your gang. There they are. Yeah. What a Golf. team. There. Most good. of the new brigade, in a way. No, yeah. no, no, no. Well, it's a mix, isn't it, there's, really? Uh, there's some, there's some uh, yeah, it's a mix. Yeah. I mean, I think Marty, Marty, Pam, and David have been there the longest. Right, sure. When I, when I started, I mean, uh, of course, Jerry Jerry, and Carol were there every day. And, right. Uh, and I, even, I mean, Richard, he wasn't working anymore, but, but he, he showed up a couple of times. Right. How about Ran and Camille? Do you have a recording anywhere of you singing purpose? God, I hope not. We need to hear it someday. Oh, you're very sweet to say that, Stacy. It's actually that entire score is just a little bit out of my range. It's a little high. And Gary Adler, who's our, our, our conductor and music director, was really uh, sweet when I went on. He would find ways for me. We would might change a note or two here or there. Um, also, I mean, that uh, John Tartaglia was amazing doing Purpose. Oh, this yeah. is a song from the Broadway show Avenue Q, and he's running around, and it's very physical with the puppet. And, you know, um, it's very, uh, it's a very aerobic exercise singing on a Broadway mm. stage. And that right. was, uh, yeah, no, uh, I love, you know what I love singing uh, from Avenue Q is If You Were Gay. Oh. The, the Princeton and Rod song. And, uh, it's a great song. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I said Princeton and Rod. It was not. It was um, help. Nikki, Nikki, Rod and Nikki. Rod. They're, they're kind of the Ernie and Bert type characters from the show. Right, right, right. Hey, uh, do you want to pick a number? Spin the wheel. Twelve. Number twelve. 12. I'll grab a, let me grab a question. Uh, well, we did twelve already. Yeah, Peter as Brian on Avenue Q. Oh yes, I even played a human. Pick. We did 12 already. Pick another. I saw that video, Shannon Wynn, and I, I'm so flat. I can't watch it. Wait, what's uh, happening? What are you reading this stuff? I'm sorry. I'm cheating. Is that cheating? Taking our hosting duties away? All right. I'll, I'll put it back. I'm not looking anymore. <laughs> oh, there's a video of you as Nikki. Do oh, okay. That's what yeah, you're I got you. Okay. All right. That was right. Shannon Wynn. So there's a video. Folks, if you can find it out there, oh, there's something of him don't. playing Nikki. It's so flat. It's really, the, I mean, oh, it's, it's a little, no. I, um, see, it's a nice thing about film and TV is that you go into a recording studio and you record the song and you get a bunch of chances to get it right. And even if you're not right, there's little software tweaks so they can make you right. And uh, we get yeah. Ed Mitchell to help pitch us and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, can yeah. I put one question up before you do the number? We have to pick okay. another number, Peter. Yeah. We used 12 already. Oh, two. Okay, hold on. No, we used two already. <laughs> Oh, we did two already. Here's a question oh. for Peter and Bill. Jennifer Tilly is one of my celebrity crews from Jesse Oliver. What was it like working with her on Disney Drive On? Do you remember? I do remember. She was a delight. I have a terrible memory. I remember being there. I don't yeah. remember what I did with her. I don't exactly remember what she did either, but she was funny. And uh, I just have more of a, a sense about it. And she had, I remember her, it was a very positive experience. Yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, that's, we work with so many different people, and she was, she, gosh, yeah. I, nothing I, I, in particular pops out because I can't even remember what I was doing in it. But uh, I don't know. She she was she was interested in Bobo or 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 uh, Pepe. Was that what it was? Oh, or, right. 
think they had a relationship. Hey, Jesse, of all people, you need to put one of your characters in your, your little circle icon thing. You can't just yeah. have a blank silhouette. Come on, get yeah. with it, pal. Jesse. All right, so you got to pick another number. Spin the wheel again, Peter, between 1 and 27. 13. Lucky 13. 13. We do have a 13. How do you? Let's I'm see. so yeah. curious about this system, how you assign numbers to questions. Tell us about shooting this. That was the first scene we shot. Is it? That was wow. the, first scene, well, the first scene that I shot in the film as Walter. Right. And I had to get through this that door on a on a mechie cart, which oh, is like, you know, which you which mechanics, you, like backyard mechanics, you slide underneath the car to work on it. Uh, and I had to get so low. I was basically on my back with my larynx crushed. Um, right. I was that, those were new tracks we used too, actually. There was a new idea. Oh, yeah. We used we used to use the dolly tracks which made us high off of the ground, right? With the wheels and everything. With the wheels on the track and then the cart. On the high rail. And right. then Michael Michael Koo came up with this triangle track. So it was, it was only, you know, it's a long, long steel triangle that went flat and was kind of flexible, but very sturdy. And would go right on the ground so we could get everybody lower. Really low. So you yeah, could go definitely. under doorways and stuff because we would cut off the bottom of a doorway. A lot of this film was a real challenge uh, in, in multiple ways, but but in particular because the best way for us to work is with the sets elevated so we can stand up. It gives us the greatest range of motion, the greatest range of expression, freedom to move around. You can fit, if you had to fit a bunch of characters in one scene, it's much easier if we're all standing up, we can fit tighter together than if we're sitting down and spread out. So that yeah. set was just like a, a human set. There was, it was not raised up and we had to get really, really low. How, um, how about remember coming down the steps out of the house, what we did? Oh, in, uh, in uh, Muppets from Space. No, no. In, no? In, in, no, in this oh, one. Oh, yeah, 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 in this one. Oh, yeah, Coming yeah, yeah. out of the house, out the door, down the steps, down and the down steps. the walkway. It was a roller coaster. When they're coming down the steps with their suitcases, and we had to make it look like, you know, we're going down the steps as I'm, like, on my back on this little roller coaster ride, basically. <laughs> and we're, we're holding a rope at the back <laughs> yeah. of it so That's that right. he doesn't go too fast because it's supposed to look like he's going at a – so we're huh. we're trying – we're pulling and put – pulling one way and the other because we needed him to – get pulled out, then held back from dropping down too fast, and then pulled forward down the walkway. And then Jason is trying to walk next to him on the stair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and, and all, that, all that crap down below, he's got to not trip over or look at, or you know, he's got to have a clear path as well. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. I think I had Matt, I had, uh, I had Matt assisting me for all that. Uh, yeah, man, that was, a, that was a challenge. That was a, that was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. All right, Gene, All you right. pick Gene, you should pick a number. All right, I'll pick one. You know, um, you know, we've worked on uh two shows, not together, but we've worked on the same two shows. We both worked on Sesame Street and we both worked on Between the Lions. Lions. Yeah. yeah. And Muppets from Space. Oh, true. Yeah. Did so um space, Gene. What's that? Storyboards. Oh, you did storyboards. Story wow. <laughs> So um, here's something I can show you. I had a cameo on Between the Lions. Oh, yeah? It was this episode, the <laughs> dream team. There I am, right here. Oh, there you are. Wow. Yeah. 
And there's you as Theo. I'll get you yep. a picture of that. Yeah, let's show him and Theo. I love that puppet and that character. Yeah. I, I was, it was a beautiful puppet. It's, it's a little raggedy now. Did he All feel good? Was he good to work? Was he, he, was, like... he was gorgeous. He was gorgeous. Well, Jim Krupa, who oh, has Jim made, made him? Jim made the mechanisms on the inside. I think Heather. It looks like Jim Krupa. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> just like butter that 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 eye mechanism um my hand was inside theo and my middle finger made contact with this little ring that i could pull and open the eyelids really wide or let them go down and he'd look sleepy and usually i just rid them kind of just halfway so i had really a lot of expression and then there was a separate cable that did his eyebrows that i didn't use quite as often mm. but jim oh. krupa made the mechanism for for snook he made the uh, for, for snook the sloth and for theo right um, and I, was, a lot of others. I was I was mentioning uh, uh, Tom Newby made this eye control um, for Clueless in mm -hmm. Treasure Island. Yeah, yeah. And it did his eyebrows, and it did uh, blinks, um, and it was just this. But I, it you know you know how you want to be in control of those eyes. That's why oh, it's yeah. so great to have that mechanism in there. Mm -hmm. Well, the only way I could do it was by having clueless do it with his left hand so a lot of shots are clueless oh, no. oh that's just so your left hand is just out of shot while you're like down doing yeah. his eyes sometimes like i would just do this but you can see sometimes he's doing this oh i, got, I haven't watched that movie in years i gotta watch that again that's hysterical. yeah because yeah, you're right no you want to have control over that yeah it's such time. an important part of the character right yeah 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 Here's part oh. of, uh, I was doing hey. children, children's books for the show. Yeah, I recognize and that art. Style guides and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that was Gene's, Gene's book. Oh, that's wonderful. Let's see, oh, what else have we got? Number. Pick a number, any number. Go ahead. Oh, oh me? Yeah. What? Oh, you want me to pick one? I'll pick one. I have one, because we mentioned it. No, I have one. No, I go got ahead. one. You no, go. I want to do it. Uh, 27. 27. 27. Not between one and 25. All right, 27. Here we go. Some other stuff on the shelf. So I thought this was fun because I feel like this is the real life Walter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the real. I mean, you know, I, now, to be fair, there are a lot of real life Walters out there, I found. And, yeah. and, well, but, but, and think about this, but think about this because Ryan oh, yeah. ended up working with Muppets. That's true. That's right true. yeah so he started off as a, a, a fan and uh christina met online and was talking got him to come to our premieres and stuff but i feel like he's had a bit of a almost a parallel journey of mm -hmm. you know in a way becoming a part of the muppets as a fan you know yeah, yeah. oh hang on a second so, is that someone at my door oh it is someone at my door what kind of cool a special, a special guest appearance by by the lovely Alice. Oh, what? Oh, <laughs> hey. Wait, wait, you, you can't made it east. You went east. No, <laughs> wait, I'm knocking, I'm knocking wait, Peter. memorabilia off your shelves. Peter, yeah. Peter. What? can you give her? Can you just give her your ear? Your, oh, your, so left, your, your left ear. Yeah. Give her your left. Yeah. There you go. Hi, Look, Dolly. you have to be close. That's good. Hi, Dolly. Look at that couple. Are we live Aren't you guys cute? Oh, we're yes. live to us. Hi, Alice. Now everybody Hi. knows. Oh, now everybody knows. 
scoop here, fellas. <laughs> what news? Like Alice and I are friends, and we're in the same room together. Just what hanging news? out. What's the news? Just hanging out. She, it's she Julia really It's Nuzzle and Sizzle. Julia's guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they're all very excited. Look, uh, uh, Alice is in New York. Sam Thompson Nine says Alice is in New York. Hi, sweet <laughs> Alice. Says Jesse. Oh, hi, Jesse. Uh, what is Peter's favorite kids to you? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really We had a good time with Alice uh, on a, on an earlier episode, and, and Peter was chiming in there, too. That was fun. Yeah. That was a good episode. That was one of Los Angeles. Sharing earbuds is pretty conclusive. Show us this picture that my daughter's made for us. Oh, yeah, I love that. I don't know That's if you, you and hey, Bucket, hey, you hey, and hey, Alice. So well, cool. What you doing, Alice? You uh, hanging uh, out? Yeah, just hanging out. Yeah. To, yeah, you know, there's a there's a very annoying cat in heat downstairs. Oh, really? I, we picked up a pair of kittens last year and uh, just been waiting way too darn long to get them. They're indoor only. They're, they're sisters, right. and they desperately we have they have a date to be to be neutered. Uh, spade, spade, spade. Female cats. Spade, spade. Oh, got it. But they haven't been yet, and they're really annoying. Yeah. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> oh, more of Iconics blue suit. That would, that, yeah. What do you want to see? Go ahead, Peter. You just pick one. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. It's Fizzle and Nozzle. <laughs> yeah, that's how we remember them, too. Uh, <laughs> that's hysterical. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Your daughters are amazing artists. That's true. They are. They really are. What's your favorite item in the collection behind you? That's pretty oh. Yeah, what is it? Do you have a favorite? That must be hard to figure out. Oh, it's Alice. Alice is, my <laughs> Alice is the fa favorite item. If the, if the house were burning down and I had to grab one thing off this shelf, gosh. You know what's one of the most fun things about doing this show, Billy? What? We're starting a trend with all these surprise guests that are I even know. surprises to some of the hosts and stuff like I that. I love it. I love yeah. it. And look, look who... I just I couldn't just, have a better gift. Look at her. Look at that girl. This, this lump of coal that my brother put in my stocking one year. Now, I don't know what's a, <laughs> a brick from my high school that was torn down a number of years ago. Here's one. I'm just going to take a stab. I don't know what it says. I haven't read it yet. Okay. Maria Nance says, I know you're not on active on Twitter, but yeah. did you know that Walter is getting a fan renaissance, art, video edits, head cannons, et cetera, on Twitter? We love that guy. Oh, I had not. I, I, I did not know that. What's a head cannon? Hmm. Maria, what's a headcanon? Yes, what is a headcanon? And does and does Walter? I, mean, I wouldn't even know how to begin following. I mean, I know on Instagram I would look for like hashtag Walter, Walter. or whatever. I guess, yeah. Can tell us what a headcanon is, perhaps. Oh, Casper Kane says Alice has a lovely smile. Thank you, Casper. She's also got smiley eyes. <laughs> she does. That's true. She does have smiley eyes. Uh, here, let's ask this one, Peter. What is your favorite kids' TV show to work on, and why? From Luke Roberts. Do I have to pick a favorite, Luke? Oh man! How about how about Alice's favorite for you? Oh yeah, yeah. What is what is? Yeah, thank well, you. What he said. I do love I do love Bear in the Big Blue House. Yeah, that was a pretty I mean, good that's one. That's a that's a pretty that's a pretty yeah. special one. But anything, I mean, there's nothing that beats Walter. Is yeah, but that's but that's not like a kids show? show. That's not really kids show. Would be like Puzzle Place, Word World, right? Big big world. Little thing called Sesame Street. Sesame. Oh yeah, oh, yeah that thing. That's kind of cool. 
That's a little on the nose, isn't it? Okay. I'm trying to find something unexpected. Yeah. Should, yeah. We, should we have Alice pick a number between 1 and 27? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Done. What's the number? It's not a magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not going to guess. I'm just asking you to say it. <laughs> I'm getting an image. Oh, oh wait. Give us we a number between 1 and 27. That's the headcanon. Okay. I'm going to let the oh. R host. Thank you. Oh. Headcanon no, is like something you think about a character that hasn't been confirmed officially. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. Thanks, Megan. So there's a right. There's things out there that. Yeah. I think the character is this. Like I think Walter would love to go on ice cream dates or something like that. I see. Got it. Headcanon. Head Thank you. That's head. very excellent. Walter definitely. would like to go on he, ice cream dates. He He's would. a little lactose intolerant. Is my headcanon. <laughs> <laughs> You go anyway because he's that's a good. That's that's a good headcanon, Alice. I think I agree. I, I might think that too. He's a little taller and taller. Really nervous about going on a date. He would. He really would be really self conscious and and basically 14, 15, 16, somewhere in there, going on a on a date. I think that would be his mental. Not that he's older than that, but I think that would mentally. That's that's where he, where he is. Yeah. 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 All right, so Alice, pick, pick a number, number please. Okay, uh, 13. Oh, We've done it. Done we it. did it. Uh, okay, six. Six. Okay, this is fun because there's more to explore here. Oh, lips. So, so a character that you've taken on recent, more recent years, uh, but uh, haven't really had a chance to okay. play with as a Full character I yet? Had much opportunity to play, explore Lips as a full character. You know, I mean, he's so. It was, it was Steve Whitmire's character, and he didn't talk that much. I think, I mean, in the, in the ABC series, he, he we heard more from him probably in the ABC series than we had, you know, the previous 25, 30 years. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I haven't really had too much of a chance. To, I've certainly played with the with the puppet a lot. You know, Hollywood. Oh, Bowl, yeah. Sure. So. But yeah, there's still I don't know somewhere to go with because we don't know a lot about him. Don't know it'd be nice. Know. It'd be nice to know more about him. Yeah. Picture number six. It looks like he's giving us the finger. I mean, what is that? Did you I, see that? Look at that photo. He was I giving know. you the finger on his trumpet. Well, what? Yeah. No, that's his index finger. Oh, index oh finger. okay. All right. Alice, Alice, oh, dirty mind. Oh, goodness. So I did see, I, I don't mean to take your host duties away because you guys are amazing. Do you all miss you? Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Very much so, Chase, very much so. We very, very love him so. to death. You know, we uh, we all wish it were a different situation, but we also have to move forward. And uh, we all, I think, tried to deal with it the best way we could. And, and we found a Matt has found a way to bring keep Kermit going, and and that's really important. Is about trying to keep these characters alive for all the fans out there and the people that love them. And we're trying to do our best. So, but we miss the hell out of them. I do. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I do too. We all do. Um, uh, someone had asked something about cousin Skeeter, and Alice actually worked on that. I I did the pilot for Skeeter. We did pilot together. Oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah, and then neither one of us did the series, but then I went back onto it. And you went back and did the yeah. series. But oh. we did the pilot, and I was asked to come to move to LA to do the series, and I wasn't available to do that. Um, so it ended up being uh, it was Drew. Drew Massey. Yeah, Drew Massey uh -huh. did Skeeter. Drew, right, right. 
Uh, here's a speaking of Drew. Here we go. I'm going to throw speaking this of in. Drew. True. Yeah. Speaking of oh, Drew. Oh, I know what you're going to show up. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Bill Beretta, but wasn't that supposed to, one of these two characters was supposed to be you? <laughs> yeah. It supposed to, was it supposed to be you and Steve, maybe? Or you and... and oh, I don't know about Luke? that, but I, I was... I yeah, no, I just thought crazy. you guys would be better. <laughs> this is Muppets from Space, by the way. Yeah. yeah. They're waiting for the alien landing. Yeah, and I had a line. Hey, wait a minute. I believed you, man. Actually, the line <laughs> yeah. is, I believe you, and my brilliant improv. I added man. I didn't think you about this happened. It was <laughs> but I will tell you that I have never been more nervous in my entire professional career than I was doing that scene. I was <laughs> just because it was you? Thing. Yes, because mm -hmm. I wasn't able to hide behind a thing. I was, right. I was, mm -hmm. I was trembling. I'm surprised it doesn't come through in the performance. I, I was. So I loved watching you guys sweat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Frank and Dave yes. have trained you well. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's true. Uh, wait, where's the? Uh, uh, wait, I had something. I was. Oh, I can't find. I don't see it now. Oh, um, oh here's an interesting one. Andrew Lyon. Has Rizzo been recast? Has Peter taken over the character? I saw Rizzo pop up for the Disney Family Sing-Along 2 special, so I'm just curious. Um, actually, no, Andrew. And I, no to has he been recast, and no, Peter hasn't taken him over. At least I don't think so, right, Peter? No, I haven't taken him over. Uh, uh, but we did. We thought it would be fun because it was just a group chorus uh, to have Rizzo in there, uh, pay a little tribute. But, no, it's, it's hard to... Um, to just recast people. It takes some time and it takes people who are familiar and we hope that at some point maybe, but at the moment uh, there's no nothing specific, right, Petey? Yeah, no, there's nothing specific in the works. Um, yeah. You know, know, maybe we'll find a good replacement in our future episode of America's Got Muppet Talent. Oh, plug that. On the 18th. Oh, that's right, yes. We'll talk hey, about oh, that I again at the end. Can I just also, I know it's Gene Authority 306. So, Peter, we're, we're, I just want to ask you one other thing. Because I don't think people realize um, on Muppets from Space uh, how much you had to do with that movie as far as Miss Piggy goes. Uh, and because Frank wasn't available to do it, and he did one of the scenes or two of the he scenes, did, I he think. Did, right? uh, he did everything that took place in the TV studio, the, 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 the UFO now or whatever the, the show. Right. Was. And the fight scene he did. The with, uh, girls. Yeah. But you're, um, yeah, you just, uh, I don't know how that, that would have been nerve wracking for me. I mean, I, I, don't know I wasn't actually as scared about that. Maybe because I didn't know to be, you know, maybe if I knew uh, more, I would have been intimidated, but Steve. We were young and stupid. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and now we're much older and stupid. Um, Steve was doing did piggy for one or two, and he really didn't want to. He really yeah. did not want to do the pig. And I was like, yeah. I'd do it. And he's like, Would you? Fine, yeah, you do it. You can. It's yours, please. Yeah. And 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 you, Bill, Thank goodness, you didn't know me that well. We didn't know each other that well. And he's like, No, are you sure you got this? You you want your effort? You sure you want to do this? And I was like, Yeah, please. Okay. <laughs> and you did. You were phenomenal. It was amazing. And um, yeah. So I remember her going up the stairs. That was, a th I remember that moment. And, and entering the movie when she first walks into into the lab, I think it was you, me, and Brian making oh, the lab. Uh, 
making, yeah, because it's her entrance into the film and she's supposed to walk in. It's the doorway. And then she stumbles and falls and you come up to me in your Bill Beretta way and you whisper, why, why, is, why is she falling? And I said, well, she breaks a heel. Okay, okay, good. You're like, you just want to make sure I was being specific and not <laughs> falling for falling's sake. It was great. All right. And, well, and you can see it. You can see the, she does, if I'm thinking about she it now. One in the, yeah. There's like a click. Yeah. There's like a thing in her. Well, that cracks. Someone down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Brian got because you guys weren't happy with the way it looked when it was just me doing the puppet. And I think you tried, I don't know if Brian tried the puppet on, but you tried Piggy on and you guys like, no, I can't do it. And you gave it back to me. Yeah. And then you you said, Oh, what if I do this? And you put your hands up under the puppet to give her legs. And then, oh. and then Brian jumped in and he he grabbed onto her waist just below frame to, to make her hips swivel more. <laughs> <laughs> so the three of us did that wow. scene together. Wow. Yeah, you did a lot in that movie, man. Amazing. Such great work. No. So good. Fine. Well, I don't know, Gene, what do you think? Should we get rid of these lovely people? I'm sure they have better things to do with their lives than... Well, we uh, got to go cook dinner for a few children. Yes, All I'm right. sure. What are you having? Do you do it? Hey, what are we having? I'm having started... a miso chicken and uh, a ginger soy zucchini. Wow. Yeah. This one. Oh. I, I was working all last week on sesame, and so she's been. I, I should be cooking now. Actually, we, we do better cooking together. But uh, very nice. Such a cute couple. <laughs> they are. Well, they are. <laughs> well, all right, cute couple. Uh, Jean, anything else, Gene? Anything else you can? I don't think to? so. I think we covered a lot of ground that we can always, you know, there's a lot more to talk about in future episodes if you will come back at some point. Oh well, this has been such a nightmare. I don't know if I'm going to make it, <laughs> or, or maybe a pop in. Maybe we'll surprise some other people. Yes, in some other shows. The two you of guys... you have to jump in on someone else's show. Oh, yeah. as individuals. Uh, now you have yeah. to do it as a pair. Have you talked to Matt? You've talked to Matt Vogel already. The... Yes. Okay. But well, we could do I it again. Ask him if he could do some of my characters. You know, when I get too old to do. <laughs> oh, that's right. We got to get him working on those. Yeah. All right. Well, I love you, Petey. Love you, love you, Alice. It's good so to see you. Gene, I care deeply for you as well. And I have um, positive feelings for you. Thank you. That's very. <laughs> All right, folks. Okay. Take care. Thanks for having you guys. Me. Hope I see Bye. you soon in person. I hope Bye. so. Gosh, yeah, right. Yeah. Bye. Bye. That See how so it all works great. out. I like seeing those smiling faces. See how it all works out, Gene. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. Well, um, what? Nothing. Thanks, guys. Says Andrew Lyons. That was fun. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, Christina, was she on there? I didn't even see her say anything. I didn't see her at all. Oh, there she is. I didn't. I see, that's the first time I noticed her there. Bye. Yeah, I didn't see her before anywhere. Or I would have. Maybe she just came on. Bye. Or she was just watching. Maybe. So once again, gang, as we mentioned, <clears throat> get those audition tapes in. America's Got Muppet Talent is going to be the 18th. It's going to be uh, two weeks from today. We're going to have a live episode, and you have to submit a 15 to 30 second video. To uh, all the all the information's on the BerettaBrothers.com. You'll see it there. But we want you to perform for us, whether it's song or impersonations or dance, something that's Muppet related. Can do Muppet fart noises under your arm to a tune of a Muppet tune, as long as it's Muppet related in some way. Yeah, but no puppets, no puppetry, and no uh, licensed music. Those are the only those are the only rules, really.
Yeah, we can't play other. We can't play, uh, you know, Muppet tracks and and music that's copywritten. So right, got to right. be your own stuff. Okay. Oh, well, wait. Sorry, Wally Cunningham is asking, what's the cutoff date to have it sent in? The twelfth, October twelfth, Wally. Thank yeah, you. Which is a week from tomorrow. Anybody and else have any questions that we're not thinking of? You want? Yeah. <laughs> we tend to forget. Uh, all right. Is that it for now? I would say so. Thanks for listening. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to the BerettaBrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A Brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. Ha <laughs> ha!